0: Hey, it's been a long time, but we're back.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back.
0: How you doing? All right, on our plate for
2: this week, in a weird kind of thing as this being the last episode of the year for us, we were saying goodbye to 2023 and hello to 2024. So on that plate, we reminisce about our favorite games and what we are excited for for 2024. After that, we have a rumor roundup of some of the biggest games that we could possibly see in 2024. We'll get to that. All that and more on Season 7, Episode 50, the last episode of Press Excerpt Gamers Digest for 2023. What's up, everyone? I am your host, EJ, a.k.a. Sexy Adventures, a.k.a. I still didn't finish the games that I was supposed to finish over this holiday break. I, I just Tragic. I'm still in shambles. It's just so much stuff to play. Oh, my gosh. I am joined by
1: Sean M. F. Ross. What does the M&F stand for? The Last of Us Jamaican Edition. <laughs> Jamaican edition. It's just the two of us, maybe. Yeah hey we're gonna make it
2: work we're gonna make it work <laughs> all right now you know who we are press extra gamers i is a video podcast to condense the most important gaming news from this past week into an hour-long meal just for you we are live on youtube every sunday at 5 p.m eastern standard time that's going to change for the new year so get ready for that change hi you good good don't forget you can subscribe to our channel you can like the video and hit the notification bell when you hit the subscribe button that part Pretty important because it lets you know when we are doing these videos like this one right now. So you get to see that. So you get to jump on and be in the live chat. And you want to do that because it's cool and you want to be cool. If you are listening, we greatly appreciate you leaving us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the podcast services you are currently tuned in on. And if you want, you can join our conversations by joining our Discord at press 2 startcom slash Discord. So do that. Do all those things because those things
0: will make us merry. Mary, right? No one ever Mary. says Mary anymore. You say it. When was the last time someone said Mary to you? Um, you, just now. You got me there. All right.
2: <laughs> All right. With that being said, let's jump into this. So, normally what we do is talk about the the gaming news from this past week. And since, you know, we had our holiday break, that means... There's two weeks of gaming news, and you know, no one likes to talk about the past because bringing up the past is, is painful, especially with the giant leak that happened in Insomniac. Terrible. So cool. what we're going to do is talk about, I guess, the past with our top games of 2023. <laughs> and then we're going to talk about um, what we are looking forward to in 2024. And then if we got the time, we're going to talk about some rumors that we've heard about the <clears> games <throat> that could be coming in twenty twenty four. All right. So, Sean, I have done a lot of talking, so I will hand it over to you. What is one of the games that you really enjoyed in twenty twenty
1: three? Um, I'll start off. You can make this earlier. You can ones. do your
2: order. Or, yeah, EA. I'm gonna
1: just, just kind of coincide with yours, kind of letting them to that matchup, you know, match up, whatever. But, uh, gotcha. Dead Space Remake. I got that for free from who the hell made that game? EA? I got that free from EA. Yeah, it was EA. Yeah, and, um, I enjoyed it. I wish I would have purchased that over goddamn, uh, I don't even remember the name of the game now.
2: Oh, um, the other Dead Space like game. Don't even matter now.
1: <laughs> Wait, why don't I remember it either? Oh. The Kalisto Protocol. There God you go. damn there it. You go. the, the, the preview <laughs> when they first showed that game looked so awesome. And I think they just marketed it wrong. Because cool it was really... Yeah, yeah. You were really yeah. throwing hands in the game more so than shooting. And if they would have just yeah. made that clear, I think people would have had different expectations of the game. It yeah, was an aggressively fine game. Um but no, uh Dead Space remake. That shit was awesome because I never played the original. I only played two and three uh back mm-hmm. in the day. I played the uh demo for the original Dead Space and saw one of those necromorphs in the was like, Yeah, I'm never playing this type of shit again. <laughs> Little did I know, I love playing those type of things now, so See. Yeah. That was that okay. was a solid remake.
2: Like we we both had the same trajectory when we first saw Dead Space, and I was like, I'm gonna take the exit ramp, and you were like, "I'm gonna hold on to this. Maybe in my future, I'll, I'll get back to it." <laughs> Me, nope. Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> cool though. Okay, so um, one of my games, it's I, I have I have a little I have a star for one of my games because,
0: mm-hmm. eh,
2: you know what? I'm not gonna include. It. I, I, I'll I'm gonna jump to something else. Modern Warfare Three. So this is a recent game, as you all know, um, that got completely lambast, lambast, lambasted. I think that's the word. word. Yeah, Uh, for its story mode, because it was short or whatever. But that aside, the multiplayer portion of it, the zombies portion of Modern Warfare 3 has been, for me, a fantastic experience. Um, In terms of the zombie mode, it's kind of what I've always wanted from a zombie game where you can just jump into an open world there's other people around that you can join and essentially just have these really quality experiences with you know figuring out how to get out of something figuring out how to beat this giant freak monster thing that you've kind of ran into and you don't really have the bullets or the the firepower to put it down and then you see somebody like run up with the Sentry turn or something they throw down
0: and just help out and just, like,
2: that was
0: awesome. Well, I didn't and think I that, feel like... Yeah. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> and I feel like... I think
2: that could have been, you know, experienced with the DMZ mode that they had last year, but I think the PvP mixed with Call of Duty just being what Call of Duty is, like, that just kind of made a more toxic environment where I think... Yeah zombies not being pvp and just being strictly pve that allowed for i mean that not allowed that stopped people from being toxic and having to help other people so yeah uh, and then multiplayer i really enjoy the changes they've made from Modern warfare two to three yeah uh, there's been a lot of um hubbub online about oh is this thing too strong or like is the the extra health on on people too much like head headshot multipliers. Is it there's a bunch of just like you know like just just BS stuff that's happening. It's just like no, the game is still fine, just play the game.
0: It's, it's okay. Called it's movie. called yeah. duty Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, so that's 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 my game. What about you,
1: Sean? Um I did enjoy zombies, but that's not on my list. Um mm-hmm. I would say my second game was horizon forbidden west burning shores expansion Mm -hmm. because that came out in april of this year and yep uh i went through that you want to call it phenomena of a not playing a game for a year and then jumping back in it's like what do do i do with my hands like i don't know (laughs) damn i'm getting my ass whooped by these dinosaurs but i eventually got back on the horse and um damn uh I'm, I'm gonna say this a few times today, but they know how to spin a good, you know, spin a good yarn. Uh, mm-hmm. The story in that was great. I can't wait to see uh, where they go with Horizon Three, and then whatever they do with that uh, DLC. Yeah. Um, hopefully, but not hopefully, it's a trilogy. I- I'd love to just live in this world, but um, I know the story has to come to a conclusion at some point in time. But the action. And just ingenuity of things you can do in that game is amazing. And mm-hmm. goddamn, um, when did the first one come out? Twenty seventeen. The next one came out. Ah, uh, yeah, we're not getting another one. Yeah, twenty twenty seven. huh that's uh, yeah. Well, there, there's a
2: rumor, there's rumors about uh, the next possible Horizon. I don't we'll want that shit, shit, I, I know
0: that. Right? <laughs> But go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
2: Yeah. So, um. Mine is a we're gonna say okay, this is gonna be a two shot. Um Spider-Man 2. We've we talked about that. That game is awesome. That that story is just so great. I, I think they did yeah. a lot of cool things. The for me, like one of the biggest late game moments was the I'm gonna coin the Venom world. Like, I think that was that. I mean, like a lot of people talk about how like, oh, the you could tell the power of the PS5 by how quick the fast travel stuff is. And I'm just like, yeah, no, fast travel is amazing at that game. But like that Venom World moment, I think is also another like centerpiece of like Insomniac just doing wonders on the PS5 and just making literally the whole map that you've been swinging around with just venomized. And it's just like. This oh, is yeah. really insane. Yeah. And it's just there like, there were actual solid structures that you could touch. Yeah. And yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's like, holy crap. Like, this is crazy. And like, just, I, I think there was a lot of interesting choices made in that game to, you know, break away from the traditional quote unquote Venom story. Like, you, there's no Eddie Brock. And like, they use the characters they have to make that Venom story work. And I think they did a good job. Like, they also have, I guess spoilers for those who don't know, like Carnage is going to
1: be in the game. Um, and then other characters that I won't spoil. Um, um, before you get to the yeah. other half of that, then I mean Spider-Man mm-hmm. 2 is on my list, so I mean yeah, yeah. everything yeah. DJ said plus more. Um, once again, damn it. We're not going to see another <laughs> Spider-Man thing until I three, four years from now. <laughs> ah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but,
1: man continue
0: dj
2: yeah yeah like yeah like that game was just so good and so good to play like it 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 sucks that we have the insomniac leaks because you can't even speculate like oh maybe they might do a um like a dlc kind of thing where they introduce like a roguelike element or anything because like we we know what is going to be next for them but yeah, like that
1: game. But I wouldn't expect them to do that. I, I don't expect Sony to just tack that on to every damn first party property to extend. The True. To it. Like, how the hell would that even work? Uh, I don't know. Maybe Mysterio. But Mysterio is a good guy now. Spoilers. So, I mean. Yeah. I,
2: I I totally agree with you. But I think after we saw them talk about The Last of Us. I guess, roguelike or horde mode or whatever you want to call it. And then the next game, God of War Valhalla or Ragnarok Valhalla, like, happened. It's just like, they're definitely, like, putting ideas on on paper. Yeah, and it's just like,
0: okay,
1: cool. I mean, in in God of War, it makes sense,
2: story-wise. It It does. And I think think they did a good job of making it make sense. And I'll just jump to the next game, which is the second part of the two-part, God of War Ragnarok Valhalla, which literally came out like a week or so ago and it was just it was hidden no one knew about it it dropped as free content for everyone who downloaded the game and i will go ahead and say that the ending of that mode for me is probably the like top story experience i've had this year and this year has been absolutely phenomenal with video games and i think what they what they managed to do with Kratos, and I don't want to spoil it because it is very, very like it, the game just came out, but like what they did with Kratos for that character, I think works for what they have building up with Ragnarok <clears throat> and just the trajectory of Kratos in general. And it's just like this is cool. This is this is so cool. Like his whole thing is so cool and like, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so tagging on to a DJ saying about Valhalla, I also played it shortly after he did. I finished it. Um, it is an amazing experience, it fits the story very well. And uh, I just hate that, uh,
0: not everybody but people are trying to make it seem like
1: they're pandering with Kratos now to make him have feelings, have growth, be soft. I don't know what you want to call it, but it's like yeah, people do get old. Eventually, their demeanors do change. They do yeah. mature. They do yeah. yeah. Kratos can't be just ah until his yeah. until his dying days. Like it's just it doesn't work like that, man. I, exactly, exactly. And that, I I also
2: feel like those people who are you know at the forefront of that kind of idea probably just didn't play God of War 18 because they would have seen something like this coming I mean, just from the start of that game where Kratos is just like nah i need to calm down because like i don't i don't want to be that like that person anymore it's just like yeah forever, this man yeah. has evolved like he had a he has a family and it's just like that changed it. That changed him. That changes people. And he was like, he
1: wasn't born like this. He was on a quest for revenge in the original trilogy. And exactly, exactly. And I think a lot of people forget
2: <laughs> why Kratos became Kratos. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and you and, know what? They Paying attention to the story, they were just button mashing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And like the this rogue like DLC. Oh, I'm lagging a little bit. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, you go ahead. You good. You're okay. good? Yeah, this roguelike DLC like reminds you of like why he did the things he did, and it's just because Play he it. could. Sometimes because right?
1: he could. <laughs> In one of the stories, <laughs> okay, because I could. <laughs> what was he gonna do? That, that was some of his <laughs> reasons. Sometimes. That, you're like. not wrong
2: though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, bah- on your list too, right?
0: yeah yeah okay um and then i will so i'll do a another two to
2: even it out yeah so i i have a star next to wild hearts that was game that came out earlier this year uh as a person who enjoy monster hunter but wanted something that was a bit different I got everything I wanted from Wild Hearts. I haven't touched don't it yet. I still need to play since, that. Like, I
1: haven't touched it yet.
2: Yeah. It's 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 a good time. I don't know what the experience is like now because I don't know what the online component of that game is. And you kind of need the online component of that game to really <sighs> have to enjoy it. Oh, well, I'll, yeah. I'll drag you and Cameron in. It's fine. Hey, that works. That works. I'll, I'll, I'll be down to download it. Um, so, yeah. And then the other one I want to bring up is uh Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I talked about that a lot throughout the year. Uh, that was my game of the year until Baldur's Gate three uh, descended upon my life. Um okay. I think, yeah, yeah, it was oof. i I think, um, looking back now with I guess some hindsight, I think Tears of the Kingdom is great. I think the you know the strongest point of that game is the ability to build and solve puzzles any way you want to and I think that is still a very very strong part of that game nothing in this year has topped
0: that kind of experience um yeah I I think I don't I also don't want to talk
2: about the story all too much I think the story is handled very well for that being a open world 400 hour experience yeah. if you want to do everything if you just want to just mainline it it's definitely a lot quicker but yeah they I think they do a good job with managing the story with the actual content in the game um, I think the story beats themselves were spectacular I think as a person who doesn't really focus on music the
0: music in that game is amazing when it really kicks off like the last battle Battle. The last thing you're doing in that game is just one of
2: my one of, one of my favorite moments if of 2023 as well. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, yeah, okay. Then you can do
0: your your last one, and I'll do my last one as another two part. So this may
1: be recency bias. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think what other. I don't know. Um, So I recently got Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who erased his name, and I have not been able to put it down. I get the feeling with every Yakuza game that I play where I started, and I want to max out everything and platinum the game. (laughs) But the game requires so much of you to do so, but it is still an amazing story. Um, I would like to recommend Yakuza to everybody, but um The first 6 games are all in Japanese. It's all subtitles, so it's hard to really uh yeah. recommend yeah. it to everybody. And it's damn near um what they used to complain about with Hideo Kojima where there's a lot of story and cutscenes in the game, but the story is a damn Japanese telenovela like it, I don't know. It's awesome, but it, it it has sucked me in and I just can't wait to finish this game. Right yeah
2: awesome i will be i'll be there when uh next year when we're playing infinite well i need to beat like a dragon first but i'll get there i'll get there um so yeah so my last two part is armor core six another game that i have spoke uh so many words about that that for me that still remains my like top action game of 2023 my top action game for a couple of years, actually, now I think about it. But, um, yeah, that game, it is literally everything I wanted in a mech game. That game was... I basically played Gundam, Battle Operations mm-hmm. 2, as a holdover for whenever Armor Core is going to come out. And I've been playing Gundam for the last, like, four years or something. So to finally get Armor Core, it's just like, oh, my gosh, it, it finally happened. Do I look... Do I look a little different at Gundam? Yeah, I do, but you know I deal with it. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I have my days. I'm just like, man, fuck this game.
1: (laughs) Okay, DJ, you don't have to do the dailies anymore. (laughs) But I do, Sean, I do. I've invested so much time. You've broken those shackles. Don't don't give in (laughs) to sunk cost fallacy, DJ. It's okay. Oh my gosh, it's yeah,
2: it's. It's a battle that I deal with every day as I'm playing dailies, as I'm doing my dailies in Gundam. Yeah, Gundam.
0: <clears throat>
2: um, and the last one is, of course, Boulder's Gate 3. That that has literally just been the showstopper of the year for me, for lack of better words. That was a game that, you know, I've said it time and time again uh, turn based RPGs, not my thing. I don't enjoy them. I think it's kind of dumb to sit there and get hit. You can't move <laughs> around and, and take and dodge or whatever. But um, that game changed.
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> it right
2: Wait, your whole team gets to go before I get the attack you back?
1: <laughs> Wait a minute.
2: <laughs> they died. This is bullshit. I didn't even get a chance. <laughs> right? <laughs> I had a really cool
0: move, too. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, like this, the I think Baldur's Gate 3 was what changed changed my mind about turn base
2: because it allowed you to play the game you want, much like Zelda, mm-hmm. but in I'll say in a much deeper way, in that you can you can play with the systems of the game where you can be in a conversation with a person that You plan on killing or you have to fight or whatever. And while you're in that conversation, you can switch over to one of your party mates and interact with the world that your main character is having conversations. So there was one time where I was talking to a person and it was just like, all right, I know I'm going to fight this person. So as I was talking to him, I had my party mate uh, take barrels that they had stored. And put their fire barrels. So put the barrels around the person. <laughs> went back to my main
0: <laughs> went back
2: to my main character. <laughs> finished the conversation. Fight broke out. I did a little fireball. I just exploded everything. Quickest fight. Quickest fight. Person hmm. they had no idea what happened to them. They were dead. It was like that. And it's just like, if you can think of a way to get around a situation, more than likely there is either a spell or a, a thing you can do to like make that thing happen like one of the first videos i saw on boulderscape 3 it made absolutely no sense to me other than like that was crazy this person they basically just collected a bunch of crates from the world and when they got to this one part there was a, a city they tried to get into they couldn't get in because they needed like some kind of license or whatever they just had like 60 crates and they just stacked a crate on top of each other on top of each other until they got like super high above the gate and then they climbed the crates all the way up to the top and just teleported over the city like walls to get into the city and it's just like all that is completely legal like that's the thing you can do in the game you're not breaking the game you're just playing the game you're just using your ideas to yeah. essentially get around a problem and it's
0: just like that game is just magnificent yeah, um, so, yeah, so that, that's 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 it
2: for our top games of 2023. Now, let us jump forward into what we are excited for for 2024. And again, I have been doing a lot of talking. So, Sean, what's Yo. what's one game that
1: you are excited for for 2024? I'm going to do this list in reverse. Um, oh, I really struggle to find games that have me excited for 2024. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Jordan, I think this year is going to be an interesting year in terms we're, of We're going to see where the announcements come. Jordan had been saying that uh Sony can't keep up this AAA tent pole for long. And I mean, I guess we haven't had any major announcements yet for 2024. So, yeah. I'm going to start off with Zenless Zone Zero. Um it's interesting to me. I think it's mm-hmm. live or real time, right? It's not turn based. It's not turn based. It's it's okay. Hack and slash, for lack of better words. Okay, so I mean, whenever that comes out, uh, I'm not super excited for it, but it has me. It has my interest peaked. You know, I'm, I'm curious to yeah. play that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not on the fence with Zenless Zone Zero. I am cautious about that because I just. I got to get that in my hands first to be like, OK, this is this is I'm here for this kind of thing. Yeah. Um, for me, I am going to throw up Rise of the Ronin, which I think out of all the games I've listed. In a way, I am the least excited for this game, but yeah. I I'm am I'm still excited for this game. And the only reason why it's the quote unquote least excited is because I just don't know a lot about, about this game
0: the, yeah yeah the it's last year
2: we saw yeah the last show we saw on the game awards looked really cool like mm-hmm. they the i forget that official name of the period in in japan you're in but like there's samurai there's swords edo. there's also Plus guns the edo.
1: Edo, edo. I th-
2: Yeah, edo yeah i think it's the like the end of the edo period because i think that's mm-hmm. when they got guns and swords mixing so like mm-hmm. that is really cool um the story they showed looks really interesting uh, there's not too much um it's one of those things where i am excited for i'm excited to play the game but i'll be more excited once i've played like a demo or something to be like okay this is how this game feels because in my mind well, i'm like if you
1: got playstation premium
2: oh is there a game trials for it
1: I mean, the game ain't out yet, but I don't doubt that it may have a game trial. I don't want to spend all that money for it. Man. Come on. PlayStation, you need to... Come on, man.
2: Throw us a bone, man. <laughs> uh,
1: okay. Um, Yeah, that's all I got about Ryther running. It um, it's on my list, too, but like you said, um, we don't know enough about it. I just hope that it's not a... I know people are tired of this term, but a Souls-like game. Um, mm-hmm. I enjoy trying those games, but I mean, I've never finished one. So, yeah, I'd hate to. Feel yeah, like I I my also hope it's not.
2: Game. I hope it's not Souls-based too. Like I I don't I don't want that experience for that game. Like I want it to be more like Ghost of Tsushima than Souls-like. So. Yeah, we'll
1: see. Yeah, next okay. game. Oh, um. I guess me next, that was on my list, so I will say Hades 2. Mm. Um, I'm curious to see where they go with this. I had fun with the first one. It kind of had me sucked in for a while. Um, I don't think we have a hard release date on this, though, so we'll see
0: no. when this comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, um, Hades I... Hades is like... I mean,
1: there's not much I can say about that. Um, it's a roguelike. Uh, yeah, I think you're playing as Zagreus' sister that he didn't know about mm-hmm. or he didn't mention in the first game. But I mean, mm-hmm. once again, we'll see when it comes out. Uh, I'm sure it'll get decent reviews.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: I, Hades is a game
2: that I, I enjoy the art style, I think it's super cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: When I played it, I enjoyed it. But I played a game called like um, Wizards. Wizard something on the Switch that is, a, if only right. <laughs> but it was like it was like a, a roguelike wizard game where you it, it basically was much like what Hades is. Yeah. But I just I just couldn't get that out of my brain. I was just like, man, I could I could be playing that wizard game versus Hades, and it's just it's a thing that like I ne- I was never able to break the two apart. So I ended up just putting Hades down. And just I just haven't gone back to it, but I enjoyed my time with it. Um, for me, okay, I will go with Tekken Eight. Um, uh, hey, what's up? My name is EJ, aka I grew up on fighting games, and Tekken was my mainstay. Um, I I played. I went back to the Tekken Eight demo over the break. And instead of doing the like arcade mode and and just like doing normal fighting or whatever, I did the this, this story mode because apparently you could just do the first chapter of the story mode. I had no idea. The first
0: chapter is just one fight with Jin and Kazuya, and that fight was so hype. Like, I I feel like if Tekken Eight came out this year. Mm-hmm. It have been overshadowed, no doubt. I don't, I don't think so. Like, no, I, I mean, was be realistic. As, no, I am being
2: realistic because, like, like looking at the numbers, Tekken does sell better than Street Fighter.
1: It just doesn't sell better than Mortal Kombat. But, like, interesting because I of, mean, but then again, when's yeah. the last fucking time Street Fighter came out? DJ Street Fighter Five came out when?
0: Damn, at oh, the beginning of
2: the PS4. while ago but what i'm saying is that like in the past when you look at the numbers generally tekken sells better than street fighter but like yeah no i i think the 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 issue is that street fighter is a more approachable fighter than tekken is because street fighter is a 2d fighter tekken's a 3d fighter and there's Mm -hmm. like each person has so many moves that you can like learn and have to memorize and so on and so forth but like I was so impressed with the 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 cutscenes, the things that are happening in the one fight for the story mode. That was just yeah. like they've they've never done anything like this. Like, it feels a lot closer to what Mortal Kombat's doing with their story in terms of like interjecting like cutscenes and stuff, mid-fight. like I was fighting Kazuya. I like, Beat him the one time, some story stuff happens, and then he attacks me. And then I had an opportunity to either like dodge or punish the hit. And I punished the hit, and like it sent kazia into a wall, and it started another like round of the fight. And it was just like everything was so seamless. It's just like this is insane. And like the hope is that kind of interactivity with the fight and like the things that happen around the fight is a thing that is extrapolated for the entire story and not just like okay well this is how the game starts and then it's just like normal fighting and like that would suck like that would be like oh this is just it's not what i expected guys why are you doing this but yeah Tekenade i i was i was surprisingly impressed with how they handled the story mode so i i am looking forward to see how that turns out um yeah, so it's it's
1: another one game for you. I, I was just looking at the sales just to see what the hell you were talking oh. about. But I mean mm, Street Fighter five sold seven point two million. Uh Tekken Seven was the highest selling game in the franchise selling nine million copies. So mm, it's kind of oh, okay. like... yeah. <laughs> uh but whatever. Um uh let me see, where the hell Oh, I, I was just looking at our Fantasy League 2, which is crazy, by the way, because I have negative points due to Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. I <laughs> did not realize the game did that bad, uh, Metacritic wise. That is fucking bonkers to me. Uh, um, Yeah. Final I, I, I have some feelings on that, but it's, it's... We'll talk about that off camera or on the yes, Discord if you yes. join us. Um, yes. Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. Um...
0: I don't love Final Fantasy, <laughs> but
1: I do enjoy it. Um, I, I don't have that same nostalgic feeling of Final Fantasy 7 from the original PS1 days. So if y'all been listening, I bought a PlayStation to play it never fucking got the game. Um, the remake mm-hmm. was cool. <laughs> finally got the experience. The story, granted, is not a one-for-one um I had fun with 7 Remake. Um, We'll see where it goes with Rebirth. Um, It may be crazy to some people that are more excited for the other game on my list, but... Final Fantasy is Final Fantasy. Um, I don't think they're doing new things with Final Fantasy, unfortunately. So, we'll see with Final Fantasy 17 if they if they're even going to go that far because I mean they have tons and tons of remakes they could just do at this point and it just seems like that's where the industry is going to you know just remake surefire things and play Mm -hmm. off of people's nostalgia Uh, we're hitting the Mm -hmm. age of Hollywood where they just remake shit and if you want something new and original look for indie games because they take chances with AAA uh, uh, you know original IPs but they don't always land well so they recoil back, spend less money, and remake and play with your nostalgia. So we'll
0: see. I, hey, hey guys, hey listeners, you're good. If any of you have any hate to
2: send to Sean about what he said about Final Fantasy VII, you could send it to B2 because Final Fantasy VII Rebirth is on my list. But I'll tell you, I'm not super excited for the game, especially after playing Baldur's Gate 3. And having that be like a turn-based RPG where it's just like bro, you can do anything. And I already know, I already know that this story is going to be so convoluted. Conv- we all you you played, you got to the ending of Final Fantasy 7 remake, and you're saying that ending wasn't like what, what? the hell is happening right now? <laughs>
1: yeah. It was
2: so Kingdom Hearts.
1: So I'm I'm I'd I'm be so excited. For a Kingdom Hearts game in 2024, than I am for Final <laughs> Fantasy. Crazy enough, I think right they there. try to I'm take right themselves too seriously. And even though the entire time Kingdom Hearts, 3, I was like, "What the hell?" I was still curious to see where it was going. Final Fantasy, I'm like, hmm. I'm just playing this because it's Final Fantasy, and I'm, you know, I know it's it has solid gameplay, but uh, story wise yeah. and innovation wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I.
2: If I'm honest, I played and beat Final Fantasy VII because I really liked the gameplay. The story was, uh, it it always had a backseat for me. Like, Mm. I mean, there was a couple parts that I found cool, but I didn't play Final Fantasy VII, so I had no real nostalgia hooks. Like I did, yeah, yeah. Other than like, I had an idea of what happens in Final Fantasy VII, and to be honest, what I found out after beating Final Fantasy VII remake is that. The things that I knew about that happened in Final Fantasy VII was mainly in that game. So going forward, I'm just like, I don't. They're gonna be in an open world with a, a ship, Sid. I guess mm, we'll see. Um, so yeah, like I know going into Rebirth, there is going to be more characters in terms of um, Tifa, uh, uh, the vampire guy. I don't, I'm forgetting. I don't know. Why I'm
0: forgetting his name.
2: Uh, anyways, the vampire guy that looks like Helsing, um, the red, red Kate, the dog, the red dog. 13. There's going to be more characters to play with. And for me, that works well. That works for me because I really like the actual gameplay of that. So cat
1: like, Cat Sith, Kate Sith, There you go. Kate,
2: yeah. Kitty. Kate, yes, Kitty. <laughs> red Kitty. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, look, guys. We're being honest with you. We're, like, we're not the biggest Final Fantasy 7 heads, so don't hate us completely because we just don't know who the Van Helsing guy, what his name is in Final Fantasy 7. Or whatever. Van Helsing? Helsing. Jeez, I said Van Helsing. Helsing. The, the anime character, Helsing. There's a character like... It doesn't matter. Anyways. Um,
1: <laughs> my, my last game... Oh, wait. No, it's your turn, right? Yeah, but I mean... Yeah, it's your ties turn. It yeah, one of your yeah. games as well. My yes. most anticipated game, thankfully, is coming out next month. Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth. As I was telling DJ before we got on camera, man, you don't have to play all the games, but if you do, it just ties all this shit together, man. It's just... Mm-hmm. You know, what's that, uh, uh, is it Always Sunny in Philadelphia where the guy has, like, the, uh, the board with all the oh, strings. The bo- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what like a dragon is slash yakuza. Just like, oh man, oh wow, oh what? Like the game is the game is top tier, and they absolutely they they've just slowly. And it's interesting because I played all the games in order. Granted, zero, one, and two were like remade, remastered completely. Uh, well, mm-hmm. zero was original. Kuami one and two were remastered, but. Still just to see how they're building on each, you know, game. They're able to crank these out because they use the same locale, but they just change the different buildings you could go in and stuff and there's just a lot to do in these games and yeah. Their their workflow is impressive and hopefully they're saying this infinite wealth is going to be their persona 5 moment where the world just glom's on the like a dragon slash yakuza and yeah i'm excited to see how people receive this i'm excited to see where the game goes with this because they're saying this is going to be the longest and biggest game they've ever made and the games are already pretty freaking big if you're if you're touching any of like the side quests and stuff the the games are already massive so that's crazy just wild (laughs) um that's crazy uh less than thirty days the game comes out uh, um y'all hear from me right, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah um
2: yeah like uh infinite wealth is on my list too um as you can tell, we are remarkably uh more excited for this than the last game we we're talking about but um i and th- to be clear, infinite wealth is a Direct sequel to Like a Dragon, which was a term based version of Yakuza. So so this will also be term based. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for them to say that this is going to be the Persona Five moment, I absolutely believe that. I think Yakuza, like Like a Dragon, did such a good job, especially being on Game Pass, did such a good job of bringing in new people. And I think like this being the follow-up sequel yakuza being such a just great game just great story just even like i think they do such a good job of their side quests Mm -hmm. and just it's hard to describe because it's it's japanese satire but it's also like a slice of life and it, they they bounce back and forth between the two and it just it just meshes so perfect. So I cannot wait for Infinite Wealth. Like I yeah. man, it it's it's crazy that I think all the games that we've talked except for Rise of the Ronin. No. I think Rise of the Ronin is marked as well. I think all the games we've except for Hades 2 on your list. Yeah. All the games we've talked about are coming out in the first 3 months of 2024. <laughs> like <laughs> That's crazy, um, so yeah, yeah, like I, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you with Infinite Wealth, and then my last game is Dragon's Dogma 2 Hey, hey guys, hey guys, it's DJ again. Y- y- if if you've listened to literally any of the podcasts that we've done, like literally any of the podcasts, I've screamed for exactly two games. The first game is Armor Core, and the second game is Dragon's Dogma, and I got Armor Core last year, and I got Dragon's Dogma uh, coming this year. I 2025, like, I'm not gonna say nothing because I'm that my bingo card is completely full. Like, yeah. So I actually will be rooting for a Parasite Eve remake to happen for Sean It
1: will, it will. We'll uh get DJ to uh CGI my head exploding (laughs) (laughs) when they announce that shit, because boy. All you have to do is just believe, Sean. Just believe. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to start writing the author. Do it. <laughs> do it. Come on, man. Give him the rights to do it. Give him the rights. To come on.
2: <laughs> but yeah, uh Dragon's Alma 2 is I I we were actually talking about this off uh offcast and Dragon's Alma 2, I put that in the same um place that I put Armor Core 6 where if you remember, last year we did the fantasy league and I forget who got Armor Core Six, but I intentionally didn't get Armor Core Six because like I don't know how that's gonna do. Like I don't know if it's a short grab, even though it's made by FromSoft and they've put out Elton Ring, and that was like a game of the year, X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. I just right now Capcom is in their golden period. Right now they have been dropping like bangers after banger other than the primal, which is not a bad game. Not a bad game. It's just not, like, the best game. So, like, they are doing a good job of putting out good games. And I think from what I've seen, Dragon's Dogma 2 is going to be a very strong game. I just don't know how it will resonate with the people who don't who haven't played Dragon's Dogma. So I think there is, like, an expectation of, like, oh, is this going to play like Elden Ring? And it's like, no, it's not going to play like Elden Ring. And I don't know if people are prepared for that. So we'll see. But, yeah. Dragons All Two looks amazing. It looks like exactly what I wanted them to do. So I am here for that, and I'll begin that day one, and that's in March. So much stuff happening. So yeah, uh, we got some time, so we can jump into some of the news.
0: We'll make this. Uh, we'll make this quick. Um. So yeah, uh, before we jump into the news, hey, you subscribe to the channel.
2: Do it. Do it now. Mm-hmm. Like the video too. If you need to subscribe and like and hit the notification bell. If you are listening and you're not physically watching us, then you can leave us a review on Spotify or the Apple podcast you're currently listening on. Or Spotify, Apple podcast, or the podcast services you're currently listening on. That's what it is. Um, And again, if you want to join, you can join our Discord at presssection 2 com slash Discord. So do those things. We would appreciate it. Thank you. All right, let's jump into the gaming news. Number, we'll call this three. Original God of War trilogy is rumored to be getting remastered. This comes from Eurogamer.net by way of Vicky Blake. So, according to Xbox Era's Xbox Era's Nick Baker, who announced on the fourth annual Grubsmiths Shape, no, Shape tacul. whatever. It, it was a it was a a, a Christmas. um podcasts with jeff grubb uh so nick blake nick blaker baker jesus nick baker heard a remaster for the first three god of war games might be happening um let me jump so okay this is a quote from him i told a friend of mine who also loves the og god of war trilogy that might that this might be happening Then they got very excited, and I've heard that we might be getting the original God of War Trilogy remastered on PlayStation. Baker couldn't commit to a release timeline, nor was he clear on whether it would be a straight-up port like we got on PS3. He also doesn't believe 2013's God of War Ascension is included in the remaster either. The other thing I'm not clear on is... uh, Another thing I'm not clear on, and I want to get details on is, is a straight up oh, this is just a quote from what he just said.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
2: so the original God of War will celebrate its 20th anniversary in 2025. God of War 2 and 3 released in 2007 and 2010,
0: respectively. Um,
1: If these are just uh, little remasters or whatever, I doubt that I would play them. Um, If they did complete remakes switched up some things or whatever, you know. Uh you know, new technology allows them to do what they envisioned back then but couldn't do uh at the yeah. time. Then I may check it out, but um I'm sure it'll sell because I mean a lot of people were either too young or just weren't into the series back then, but I yeah. don't know if I would touch this. It depends.
2: Yeah, I'm
1: I'm along the same lines
2: as you. I appreciate the old God of War, but it was never my bag. It was never a thing that I really enjoyed playing. It mm. was very much button mashy. I mean, that was the era of button mashing, literally. Um, I Um Yeah, like if
1: they include
2: like new combos and type shit. Yeah, but the th- my, my issue is I don't know I don't know where the heart would be in terms of adding extra content to this stuff because yeah. It is, one, so old, and two, it's not even the style of gameplay they're they're, they're doing anymore. So, I I think they can do a remastered, but again, I don't know. Like, really and truly, really and truly, with how Valhalla ended, it is weird to do a remastered of, like, the old God of War games. So I don't, I don't so. know. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I guess you could say, okay, well that's it would just... give
1: people more context as to what the hell he was talking about in Valhalla. You're right, you're right. That makes sense that's a good point. That's a good point.
2: Yeah, okay. We'll see. We'll see and how this goes.
1: They could mix in um the PSP games and Vita games mm. that people did not play. They can mix in some of those scenes.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah.
2: Cool. Okay. Uh, so
1: number four, uh, this is what
2: we were talking about earlier. Horizon M M O R P G is now essentially confirmed yeah. to be in development. Job listing suggests. Also comes from EuroGamer by way of Vicky Blake. All right. Um, so this is just a okay, so video game researcher Kura Kas took to Twitter slash X earlier today to detail everything they know to date about the upcoming game, including a rumor that it will be an MMORPG to be precise. They also share details on job listing that seems to confirm the game in development may be called Land of Salvation. Okay, that's another quote. Uh, the game is now essentially confirmed to be in development as an NCSoft employee posted a job listing on LinkedIn with a codename logo stylized similar to the logo of Horizon Games. Uh it was well, it's developed under the codename Project Skyline with the initial codename being Project H. Uh so he, here's the kicker. <laughs> uh, this game is seemingly coming to PC and mobile. There's no mention of PS5 on either job listing currently available online and is being developed in Unreal 5. It is It is expected to launch significantly less later than, oh yeah, later than Aeon. What is that? Aeon Aeon Two. What is that? Yeah, which is anticipated to be released. Yeah, anticipated to be released in 2024, so that's 2025. Although around 140 people were working on that game in September 2023. So, there's more, but we can we can just stop there. So this is yeah. so <laughs> just hit my mic. Uh so this is interesting in that this is a MMO RPG. There was actually a leak a a while ago about a multiplayer version of Horizon. I don't think this is that, although the graphics on that looked a lot toned down from what we expect from Horizon, so it is possible that that was this MMORPG thing, and it was very much a structured like Monster Hunter. I was um, thinking
1: that, like, what would you even, yeah. even do? But, I mean, I guess, we'll we'll see what they... It hasn't been canceled, like, a Faction, so we'll see. Exactly, right. It's it's still yeah. fun, I guess, in uh, private tests. So my
2: My issue with this Is that my hope was That um, That multiplayer game Was going to be like A four player co-op game And not an MMO Because I don't I don't understand why you need an MMO For Horizon I mean I guess it can work But like I don't know I just don't believe I just don't believe um. So yeah, as Sean say, we'll see what happens with this. I, uh,
1: I think this I'm, is. They're, they're... I'm racking my brain to figure out like what would be the conflict there. Are are, are you? Who's the main baddie here? I guess I should, uh, uh, unless it's just the other tribes or whatever that you're fighting back. Yeah,
2: I, I think. <clears throat> I think the interesting part is. Based off of Horizon, how it ended, and we know there's going to be a Horizon 3 because there is a conflict that needs to be resolved. They could do a thing where this MMO takes place during Horizon 3, Mm -hmm. where the thing that's supposed to be coming is there. And it's like, that is the quote unquote main baddie. And you're just having to let it like that's just a cycle that you're fighting these things, you're fighting these things, you're fighting these things, and eventually it is like some kind of story. Maybe you get Aloy that pops up and just like, hey, we're all going to take part in this giant battle against this thing or whatever. But yeah, it it does feel forced. It does feel like, all right, guys, you really have to sell us on this one because this doesn't really make too much sense other, other than the fact that you want the gameplay to just be a consistent thing. So this yeah. is where we're going to make it. Alright, um, the next thing, number five, rumor Sony could be building a new studio with former Deviation Games developer. From, this comes from Game Rant by way of uh Dane Inero. Um, sure. so yeah, so this is this is quick. So Sony is rumored to be forming a new internal game studio comprised of former employees of Deviation Games, including Jason. Uh, Blindell. The new studio project has not been announced yet, but many speculate that it could be a shooter given Blindell's experience with the Call of Duty series. So specifically, Blindell was he worked in he worked for Treyarch. So yeah. he did the Black Ops games and so on and so forth and helped out with a lot of Call, Call of Duty stuff. Um, this move aligns with Sony's strategy to expand its media offering and enter the live service games market. As seen with previous acquisitions like Bungie and Firewalk Studios, so yes, but as we know, Sony is not so uh, strong about that live service push, so we don't know exactly how this will turn out. Um so deviation games they were they actually had their big game cancelled a couple months back, I think hey, so yeah. I gonna- think it was it was supposed to be a first person shooter. I, I think Oh. They were going to make some live service shooter game or whatever, but it got canceled. Um, so in this story, uh, some of the stuff that is also mentioned is that they, uh, Jason Blundell, and a couple other people were hired under Sony Entertainment Interactive, right? SIE, mm-hmm. and there's that's the, the internal studio is there. So. They are now completely first-party working on a game, which is good. They'll get more support and hopefully we'll be able to see something from that. I imagine it's probably going to be like
0: maybe 2025. Uh, they this in
1: 2020.
0: Deviation Games was yeah. in 2020. Yeah,
1: yeah, right during the pandemic. That's got to suck. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: And yeah. apparently, wait a minute.
1: Okay, it's people from Deviation. i was about to say uh, mm-hmm. Jason Blundell left Deviation Games. Okay, mm-hmm. they so they haven't even put anything out yet. This is yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It's it's
0: are. it's weird. It's
2: I I, I don't want to call it a panic move, but like I I think Man, it's just Sony.
1: Socom is right there, Sony.
2: Come <laughs> on. I mean that's the thing. Like it's possible that like if they're bringing it internally, like Socom is a for, is a. Uh, is an IP that hasn't been used in a very long time, and
1: it could work. It could play like rain- a less extreme Rainbow Six, mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, a, a yeah. middle ground between Call of Duty and Rainbow Six. Uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, it's it's right there, Sony. I agree.
2: I, I think that that could be a, a good uh, a good move for them. All right, number six. Another rumor: Bayonetta trilogy releasing on Switch 2. This comes from my Nintendo News. Uh, by way of ooh what SS okay I don't even
0: I don't even know what that anyways um so there was uh, there was a post on
2: Twitter saying that um you know we could be getting Bayonetta 3 or Bayonetta trilogy on the Switch 2 which is interesting because we have heard nothing uh of the Switch 2 so, Sean, let me ask you a question. Are you getting this trilogy? I'll
1: fucking buy it again. <laughs> Maybe the fourth time, fourth time I bought Bayonetta 1. Don't think I won't.
2: At this point, there's nothing stopping me. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah. Uh, there, I mean, there's not much to go on other than that, other than the tweet. But, um, again... Next year, all of our all of our game releases stop in March. We we have no idea what's happening after March. It's a dead zone. That could be when Switch Two drops, and then everything else just kind of opens the floodgates. After that, we don't know. But um, this is interesting. I, I think the because the it's possible that this trilogy could be. I guess remastered, but like, I guess remastered would probably be easier to do than a remake. Because mm-hmm. that would take more time.
0: Because the last Bayonetta game we got was two years ago? Yeah, Year? uh, three, with uh, <laughs> Jennifer Hale
2: leaving us. Yeah. So it's possible that is enough time for them to do something of a remake, but I uh, feel no, like remaster was... came out in
1: 2022, October. So, Oh, okay, well, never mind. Uh, a little that, over a year ago.
2: Yes, yeah, so that's, yes. Yeah, so that, the best we could hope is for a remaster. <laughs> so, yeah, we could, I mean, it could just be like a, oh, yeah. Um. So, I'm going to read from the article. Uh, you see, leaker N. Weedle has mentioned on Twitter that the N- Nintendo Switch's successor will be getting a beta trilogy containing all three main titles. The trilogy will have visual and performance enhancements, including HDR. And Weedle also thinks that Nintendo will announce the Switch 2 before the end of March.
0: It's interesting.
2: So yeah, again, as we've been saying for the last couple of articles, we will see. We will see. Um, and then we're close to wrapping up. Uh, number seven: A new banjo kazooie game is coming. Insider claims this comes from Insider Insider Gaming. So uh, this is also. Really short. Um, according to a known leaker, uh Nate Drake on Reset Eros Forms, a Banjo kazooie game is in development at Microsoft. He didn't give much in terms of detail on the project aside from it is it not being officially greenlit until last year.
0: Excuse me.
2: Huh. it's still an active project, but I didn't get the green it didn't get the green light until last year, he says.
0: Um this is 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 interesting. I think Xbox specifically
2: Microsoft is in a pretty good place with um you know, the Xbox Series X. They definitely need some more first parties to not have to rely so much on essentially buying games out for Game Pass. So I think having a Banjo-Kazooie could really help them with their portfolio of games.
1: Um are you interested in Banjo-Kazooie, Sean? Sure. I played the first and never completed it. Uh, I didn't play anything past yeah. that. I don't yeah. know if uh I'm sure the property, the IP is still strong, but um it would have to have a reinvention like uh, you know, God of War, and I don't know what other other game, you know, just Legend of Zelda. Like, I'm sure yeah, they could bring in people. The last thing was nuts and bolts, but I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think the world was ready for that type of game at the time, and like the gaming audience is bigger now, so I think yeah. that would grab people more if they did it correctly. It depends, so we'll see. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'd be interested in something like that, so...
0: Right, like
1: right.
2: Collectathons yeah. are dead, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's that's kind of it for me in terms of like that. You're you're totally right. They would need a reinvention in terms of what you're doing in that game because collectathons are just not something that the general body of gamers enjoy anymore. And I feel like the the first place they should look at, and probably the best place they should look at for inspiration, is Ratchet and Clank, because I feel like that game like that is, that is a very similar game to like Banjo-Kazooie in terms of like just the style of characters like I what you're doing like you know Ratchet and Clank was very much so a collect everything kind of game um, yeah I mean more more props to them I don't even think we know a developer for this we'll see we'll see what happens it would be pretty cool for them to have like a mascot mascot shooter. I don't know what you would call Banjo-Kazooie, but yeah, it'd be cool for them to have another one of those games because I feel like Microsoft is kind of running into a situation that PlayStation run, that has ran into of like the first party's kind of doing the same stuff in terms of third person uh, like shooter kind of thing. So yeah. this would be a good thing to differentiate the games we've seen. I guess except for Starfield. Starfield's first person shooter where you just explore boring space. I'm sorry guys, I didn't mean that. <laughs> Alright, um, the last story we'll talk about, and then we'll wrap this up. Number eight. Why a single tweet has fans talking about Gears 6. This comes from X-Fire. Speaking of Xbox exclusives that we could possibly see happening this year. So, a tweet from the coalition's Benjamin he- Heige hinting at gear six for 2024 has sparked conversation among fans. So uh, the tweet in particular just says, see you in 2024. And it's like a little pound fist and hashtag gears fan. Yeah. So this is interesting because generally when something like this happens and then you know, the internet gets whipped up into a frenzy about what this means and they start speculating and then it's like, oh, Gear 6, Gear 6, is Gear 6 happening or whatever? Right now, the tweet is still active, so either this person is stoking the fires for Gear 6 or they are making a very, very, very bad move (laughs) because if The next thing that we see that is Gears related is like a remastered or remake or something. I think that's not going to be great for the Coalition in terms of
0: what Uh, the audience... I mean, a remake of
1: uh, the first one may bring new people in. Once again, like I say, uh, Gears, granted, uh, with Xbox Smart Delivery and their backwards compatibility, you could play the first one now, but I mean, I don't know how those you know, yesteryear mechanics work in. Today's climate like that was super hyper masculine Mm -hmm. back then with these. Fucking like, yeah, maybe they'll have their uh, God of War 2018 moment with Gears of War and and insert some. Who knows what into the game? So I mean, I don't know. Um, I played once again, I played the first one, didn't finish it, but it was uh, interesting when I played it, you know, Check it out again. Yeah. Not opposed.
2: So this this rumor has a bit more weight to it because Jeff Grubb weighed in on it. So essentially, uh, following the massive layoffs at Microsoft, which happened earlier this year, that affected several of its gaming divisions, including the Coalition. Insider Jeff Grubb revealed that the Coalition had canceled at least two of the projects it was working on, which would explain the... Distance between the last gears game and then them actually putting up something now to stoke the fires about Gear Six, mm-hmm. um, having freed up resources and personnel, the coalition was rumored to now be working now be all in on development of Gear Six. So that kind of you know says okay, well there this could definitely be the start of you know some kind of tease for us seeing Gear Six, which. I think will be cool because as we were talking about in the last uh, story, uh, Microsoft needs some more first party experiences that is not just bought through Game Pass or not bought with their wallet to put on Game Pass because Game Pass is good, Game Pass is strong, but it's not going to draw people in if you can just get a game that's already in their ecosystem on your ecosystem it's just like you need you need first party experiences maybe they so don't.
1: we'll see we'll see how mm-hmm. their great gatsby game pass experience goes we'll, you know.
2: <laughs> and again they have activision so they they have king now so that is a lot of money they're going to be funneling into themselves
1: that they that, don't that, necessarily need to that doesn't mean they're going to be Churning out anything necessarily creative. You don't buy Activision and King and Blizzard, you know, you don't buy Activision for their creativity. Nothing is creative about oh, yeah. uh Call of Duty at this point, nor is uh <laughs> Candy Crush, but Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just talking about the money it's making. It's
2: gonna be funneling in them, so they don't necessarily have to worry too much about like getting the the a crazy number of Game Pass subscribers or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um this is interesting. I mean, I think as it is right now, we don't know too much about what will happen in, 2000, in 2024, 2024, Jesus. But um I think with these rumors with what we know so far, like it is shaping to be a interesting year in gaming. I don't think it's I think it's really hard to say that 2024 is going to be a better year of gaming than 2023, but yeah. I think we are going to be in for a couple of surprises. Maybe we might even see a tease of
0: parasite. <laughs> Don't
2: you do this? <laughs> Sounds
0: like I'm not falling for it. <laughs> <Mm-mm. laughs>
2: uh, all right. Well, that has been it for uh, the cast today. That has been it for the Press X to start. Gamers Digest podcast for 2023 we will see you in 2024 where we will be talking more about games and more about the things we've been playing and just talking more i guess you know that's just how that podcast stuff works we just keep talking until you start listening and then we talk some more maybe play some games yeah we'll play some games too we'll definitely do that
0: all right uh
2: we hope you enjoyed this. Last episode of the year, as much as we enjoyed making the podcast for this year and the years before and the years in the future. Don't forget, you can like this video, subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell if you are watching on YouTube. Don't forget, if you are listening, please leave us a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or the podcast services you are currently tuned in on. We greatly appreciate that. Don't forget. If you want to join our conversations, you can by joining our Discord at pressxnumber 2 startcom slash
0: Discord. We're pretty cool. You can be pretty cool, too, if you join our Discord. Mm, so do it. <laughs> All right. You guys,
2: take care. Um, happy holidays. Happy New Year's. I don't know when you guys are going to be listening to this, but uh, yeah, Happy New Year's. Yeah,
0: you know,
1: keep playing games. Because playing games is fun. You got things to say, Sean? We get viewers, wives, people listen to us. (laughs) Exactly. We can do that for you. So just like the video, you know what I mean? (laughs) We got to prove something to our wives. Like the video and subscribe. Exactly. Show them that we're not wrong
2: for providing you, dear listener, content about things that happened in this past week of gaming. Shoot, this past year of gaming. So do that. Show them that they're
0: wrong and we're not wrong. No, really, please. I'm begging you. (laughs) All right, y'all. Bye.